Welcome to Inspiration for Dignified Leaders podcast, a podcast created to build Christ an army of leaders with sound mind, purpose, dignity, and great achievement in life, career, family, and ministry. Sit back and stay blessed as you listen to Stephen Sam on this week's episode. Of the youth in the house, because what he said is what the youth needs. What he said is what the church needs. I'd like to start by saying prayer is not enough. Prayer is not enough. When we talk about elevation, prayer is not enough. Any revelation that does not bring a transformation to your heart cannot give you elevation. Any revelation that does not bring transformation to your mind cannot give you elevation. So it's not enough to Catch a revelation. Jesus says they, eyes, they have eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear. But lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and be changed in their mind, then they will be healed. So the place of transformation in the mind is a mediator between the revelation and the elevation. Many of us were too carried away by revelation that we do not allow the revelation to bring a transformation to our mind. And as long as that is not done, the elevation will remain suspended. That is what David has just shared with us. And that is what we need as church. That's what we really need. We pray. I love praying. And I pray. I love praying and I pray. For some years now, few years now, I changed my pattern of prayers and level of prayer as a result of the information I got. The way I used to pray in the early days of my Christian life, it's not the way I pray it now. It's not the way I pray it now. Now that I have relented in prayer, I've only learned certain fruits about the word of God, about God that transformed my prayer life. So I prayed, I love prayer. I love prayer. But I don't really have the mind of praying long hours as I used to, except there is a need for it. Except there is a need for it that comes with a conviction that can go on a stretch long hours. I fast, I enjoy fasting mostly three days, seven days. 30 days. If I go 30 days, I'll go on uh, taking water and other things. I will not eat. Uh, so thank God for those with the grace of 100 days, 40 days. I do 40 days. Fine. If there's a need, praise the Lord. But there is a place of mindsets. There's a place of mindset that even God gives revelation for the purpose of mindset. Praise the Lord. 
when God spoke to Abraham about childbearing and Abraham was complaining that with all the fortunes and the riches and the estate you have given me and the promise you have given me God do you know all of this will be passed over to one person when I pass away and God said Eliasa Eliasa will be the one that will inherit it all and God said no he said God that is Eliasa now when God saw that he is not believing God said they come out in the night he said come out look up to the skies count the stars as much as you can count that is how your children will be despite the promises despite the promises Abraham was still not convinced of the word of God until God gave him a revelation that caused a change in his mind and the Bible says and Abraham believed God the day Abraham believed God that was the day he actually had his children not one child the day he believed God and God credited it as righteousness so there is a place of mindset so today in the next few minutes I'll be sharing what I tell to possessing the I can spirit possessing the I can spirit the spirit of I can the spirit of I can that song composer says I believe I can fly I believe I can soar the sky I believe I can do it likewise Paul also made us to know in Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 he says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me I can do all things I can do all things I can do all things not everybody knows that he can do all things not everybody knows that he can do all things and what you don't know you can't do what you don't know you can't do you can only do what you know you can do so Paul says I can do all things in the previous verses he made us know the things he went through how he fasted how he lived without food how he lived without water how he lived in prosperity how he lived in lack how he went through all sort of things and having shared all the things he went through he came with a conclusion that I can do all things I can do all things and when he says all things it means all things but there's something a clause there that told us how he does it he said through Christ 
that strengthens me. Through Christ that strengthens me. And that is the much the vital part of the statement. That is a vital part of that statement. So in the next few minutes, I don't want to share with us the things that will help us to possess the icon spirit. One of the major things that we need is a repentant heart. Somebody will wonder, a repentant heart. Why do we need a repentant heart? See, like what David shared with us earlier on. A lot of us as Christians are still living with the wrong mentality of an unbeliever. That so many thousands, millions of us as Christians today, that our mentality is still wrong. It's still wrong. Yes, we are truly born again, but our mindset is not yet saved. Understand? The soul of a man doesn't get saved. It's only the spirit that gets saved. But for the soul of a man, it must be renewed. The soul of a man has to be renewed. But for many of us, our spirit is still hold. We're still living with the wrong mindset of an unbelievers. The mindset that we were cultured with when we were born into the world. The mindset that we have been educated with when we were living in the midst of our environment, the people we live with. Though we are born again, but the mindset we have lived with for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years before we got born again is still in us. And so we are living our born again life with the mindset of an unbeliever. And that is one thing Paul wants us to know by the inspiration of God. That there's a need for us to have a repentant heart. Yes, the Bible says when Jesus came, he came and he said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, by that word, we were made to believe that being to repent has to do with turning away from being a sinner. Praise the Lord. Repent, to repentance is not about changing from being a sinner. Mm -mm. It's, all, it's not only those who are sinners that need repentance. I'd like you to know that even today, the church of God needs to repent. It's not a matter of we committing sin. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. It has washed away our sins and made us righteous in, in Christ Jesus. Hear me. When Jesus came and preached repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, he was simply telling them according to the Greek word, change your wrong mindset and attitude. Because what you do, like what Danny said, what you do is a reflection of your thoughts. Every action a man practices 
is a reflection of his thoughts. David said it. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So you are doing what you have thoughts inside of you. So when your thought is wrong, your actions will simply be wrong. So when we talk about repentance, it's about turning, changing from a wrong mindset and attitude to the right one. So it means you can be a Christian and still have a wrong mindset. You can be a Christian and still have a wrong attitude. With that, I said earlier on in, in the opening, wrong habit. A product of wrong thoughts. Wrong habit. A product of wrong thoughts. Wrong attitudes. Many a times I see Christians roaming around from places to places for deliverance and I said to myself the deliverance these people need is the deliverance of the mind. David said it like the mother. No witch can stop you if you do not stop yourself. The only reason any witch could overpower us as Christians is because they saw a loophole in your life. They saw the opportunity in you. So they take advantage. And that is what the devil is looking for. The devil goes about like a roaring lion looking for who to devour. How? By seeking opportunity. He knows he does not have power over us. But he sees for opportunity to gain power over us. And that opportunity begins with your mindset. Once he notices that this person's mindset is wrong in the way he thinks or believes, he takes opportunity of it and uses it. Praise God. So, as Christians, for you to gain elevation, we have been taught a lot of principles and we are like a man that is climbing a ladder there are so many steps or they call it rungs in a ladder to take you up there are so many rungs in a ladder so one is not enough you cannot take one step in the ladder and get to where you are going there are many of them maybe 20 depending on how high the height is so one of those things is a repentant heart. A repentant heart. We need to sit down and change the way we think. I like what David said. He said you cannot do the same thing at the, in the same way and expect a different result. You can't do it. So, for you to expect a different result, it begins with the way you think. Your mindset. Mindset. We need a repentant heart. We need to change 
our wrong beliefs? What are the beliefs that you are caught short with? That you have been made to believe about yourself because of the environment, because of the background that you are brought up. What are those beliefs? It's time as Christians we begin to live our life according to the word of God, not according to the word or opinions of the people. Praise God. The, most of the beliefs we have today, it is somebody's idea thousands of years ago. It is somebody's idea. Somebody believed that everyone is not born as a leader. That it's only some people that are born as a leader to be great in life. And because of that, there are factions in some nations. There are, there are some people that they believe they are meant to be the ruler in this nation. Nobody is allowed. Rulership does not belong to a particular group of people. Success does not belong to a particular set of people. Riches does not belong to a particular set of people. There are some people in different nations that have that mentality. And so if you are not born into that family, you are regarded as a low class. You are not born into that family. Thank God for Nigeria. But there are some nations like Japan, China, India, and many other, even UK. People like that. But this began with somebody's idea. It all started with somebody's idea, which is contrary to the word of God. Bible says when God created all, He created us and blessed us. So it's a wrong belief that many of us are living with today that limited us. So for Paul to say, I can do all things. I can do all things. It means that he has changed his own mindset to believe that he can do all things. Not everybody can say that. So for Paul to say it, it means he has that conviction, that belief in himself that he can do all things. The man of God said it yesterday, Mark chapter 10 verse 27, that these things are impossible with men, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. And to those that believe in him, there are two different scriptures. There's another that that handed it that to those that believe, one said with God alone. Another verse of the Bible said, and to them that believe, Paul is among them, who has changed his mentality from that low mentality that I can't do it. I am not born with that ability. I am not blessed. I can't do it. I don't belong there. So if you must possess the spirit of I can, 
to be elevated, you must have this mentality. Change your own beliefs. It doesn't matter who said it, how it has affected generations before you. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter how many generations have lived by that belief. A change can only begin, can always begin with you. So we need that repentant heart. Hear me. As long as we still live with this mentality as Christians, we will only be limited in our achievements below God's standard. We will only be limited. And that, is, and that is what is happening to many of us today as Christians. We are limited in our achievements. Paul said, I can do all things, not certain things. There's difference between all things, some things, few things, certain things. They are different. Somebody can really do certain things. Somebody can really do some things. But it takes someone with that mindset of God to do all things. The standard of God for us as Christians is to do all things. All things that is required of you. All things that you are that is expected of you. All things that comes your way. The expectation, the standard of God for us is to do all things. That is what makes you different from being an unbeliever. The ability to do all things. I want you to understand success is not a respectable of persons, whether you are born again or not. I've come to understand you don't have to be born again to become successful in life. Mm -mm. You don't have to be born again. Because I've searched through every man and I've seen that even if I'm not wrong, majority of the successful people in court, materially, whatever, in the world today are not born again. Majority are not born again. And they are successful. They do business. David was saying saying it. Do we have any company in Nigeria that is that has celebrated 100 years? Company owned by a Nigerian in a Nigerian land. Hardly. I don't know any. I said maybe First Bank. I don't know if Nigeria is the owner of First Bank. But you, you hear of people abroad celebrating 100 years of existence. And if you look at those people, they are not really born again. And they are celebrating 100 years. You talk about Big Gate. I'm not sure whether Big Gate is born again. Sir, is Big Gate born again? Me, I'm not, you know, I'm not a too much reader of people like, like is he born again? I don't think so. I don't know, but I don't think so. You no, know, people like them, people like them, 
they only go to church once in a while. They go to church because they want to donate. Because they have all it takes. The financial sources, they have it. So people like them don't really know the importance of being born again. They know there is God. Thank God. Some even don't even believe there is God because they have what it takes. They say, why do I need God? I have everything. I have everything. I'm successful. But that is not what I'm saying. They are so, many of them are successful today not because they are born again. So success is not a respectable of person whether you are born again or not. You can be successful without being born again. But yeah, everyone possesses the potential to succeed. That is one thing I have come to learn. That everyone possesses the potential to succeed. So far you are a human being. Filled with blood and water in your body and bones. You have the potential to succeed. And everyone is born to succeed. Everyone. You are born into this world to succeed in any area, in any field of endeavor or career that you choose. Or God has given you. You are born to succeed in it. There's no one that is born to fail. There's no one. No one is born to fail. So, failure is not part of the potential God has given you in life. It's not, a, it's not the potential God has given you. God has not given us the potential to fail. God has not given us the potential to fail. That is why you need the spirit of I can. Because God has not given you the potential to fail, but to succeed. To succeed to succeed but it begins with your belief that I am born to succeed it begins with your belief that you are created to succeed it begins with your mentality that I have the potential to succeed no matter how little a seed is as little as the mustard seed is there is the potential of great tree in it. No matter how little it is. The mustard seed that is considered the smallest has the potential of becoming the greatest tree. It has it. So if the little seeds who were not even created and made in God's image can still be favored by God with the capacity and the potential to succeed when they are sown into the ground. Jesus says how much more you how much more you that is created fashioned designed formed in the image and likeness of God, the great one. So, it begins with our mentality as a man thinks in his heart. 
So what you value has a lot to do with your achievements. What value do you hold on to? What value? Yes, I know there are witches. But the same Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principality. It is the same Bible that says the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. To the what? To the pulling down of every stronghold. The pulling down of every stronghold. The version of the Bible states mental stronghold. David says the greatest hindrance of a man is the man himself. Which is nothing but your mental stronghold. So if there's anything the witches and the wizards are taking advantage of in the life of many of us is our stronghold in the mind. What you have already built in your mind concerning you. What you have already built concerning what you have you have caged, you have established about yourself because of the environment, because of the condition, because of the opinions of people, because of the suggestions of people, because of the experiences of people. That has become a stronghold in the life of many of us as Christians that we need to repent of, that we need to be delivered of. But sadly, it's the witches and the witchcraft that we are praying against. And those ones, the weapon they are using is even in our own life. The weapon they are, the key they are pressing is even in your heart. Thank you for listening to Stephen Sam on this week's episode. I believe you are blessed. Kindly leave us a review wherever you are listening to us. For more inquiry, prayers, counseling, and invitation, kindly contact Stephen Sam on 0055846440 and 0706956. 3380. Thank you and God bless you.